Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Second half hour of the show on this uh, Friday morning, and it's all thanks to the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season. It's where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We missed them all last year, those from down south that couldn't come north for the Winter Carnival. But uh, this weekend sees the arrival of the horses, the trainers and the jockeys. Karen McAvoy is one of those, and I'm pleased to welcome welcome him to the punters, mate, this morning. Karen, uh, thanks very much for your time. We're looking forward to having you all arrive in Brizzy for the Winter Carnival. You must be looking forward to getting here. Yeah, definitely. It's... Um Obviously, a bit of a funny year last year. We we couldn't get up there for a lot of those main ones. So, looking forward to, to heading back up there on Saturday, mate. I must say um, that uh, my I mentioned to you before I we chatted before you came on air. My sister Michelle Plumtree and Henry Plumtree, you rode for Darley back in the day, and uh, Michelle is still rates you as one of her favourites. A dead heat, Henry just told me between you and your <laughs> brother-in-law Brett Preble. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, great people. They've been uh, great supporters of mine over many years, and. Yeah, have a lot of fun with uh, Henry and Michelle when we catch up. Hey, Karen, will you base yourself here during the winter or will you go back and forth to Sydney? No, just go up and back, yeah, um, with, with um, things happening still midweek down in Sydney and um, plenty of, of kids' sports on Sundays. So we've, um, we'll be up there on, on, the, on the weekends, on the Saturdays, ready to, to rip in and, um, and, um, and, and looking forward to it. So what's brought you week one, Karen? Um, bend the knee, really. Um, you know, we're coming up for the Guineas. I think he's a he's a great chance for me. And um, initially, Quantico was going to go around in the sprints as well, um, but that horse he was going to go around in the Victory Stakes. But that horse had a, a slight injury during the week um, with, with his final gallop, so he couldn't make it up. But um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to to, to riding Bend the knee. I think um, he's a nice uh, he's a nice horse, nice three year old going forward and. Um, and he's he's come out of his last running good order, so I think he, he gets their third up ready to peak. Just on Ben the Knee, Karen, you haven't ridden him this preparation, but you have ridden him in the past, and, of course, you rode him to victory at Flemington over 1,400 uh, going back uh, last spring. 1,600 metres is a distance that uh, he hasn't been to. Are you confident he'll run it out strongly? Yeah, I think so. He's, he's got a nice attitude. He's, he's, um, he's, he's by a schnitzel out of a mare called Kneeling, and I'm pretty sure that she won at a mile, so... Um, he's, he's got a good attitude, the horse, and he, he seems as though he's got the right demeanour to to, um, to run a mile out strongly. So, um, you know, we've drawn a nice barrier there on the weekend where we should be able to just park away and, and save him for that long run home there at, up, up the Eagle, Eagle Farm straight. Well, at the moment, Eagle Farm's a soft five, Kieran. Uh, there is the forecast for a couple of showers, but it won't get much worse than a soft five. When was the last time you rode on a soft five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been a little while ago. Uh, we've had a pretty wet... Uh, few weeks that's for sure down here in, in, in Sydney so um, it, uh, it's going to be nice to get back on some firmer footing that's for sure. We talk about horses and, and their liking of different surfaces but from a jockey's perspective is it harder work for you on a horse depending on you know the heavier it gets does it make it harder to ride or does that depend on the horse and how they handle the conditions? Yeah I think it depends on the horse and how they're handling it um, and you know it can be a, a, definitely a more arduous day at work where you've had 
seven or eight rides on a heavy track. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's obviously imperative that the horse is handling it, and then and then the jockey can handle it. <laughs> Just on a couple of your other rides in the feature races uh, tomorrow, Karen Jamia in the victory. A uh, horse that gets back, that doesn't look to be a lot of tempo up front. Rothfire looks the sole leader. Yeah, that's right. doesn't look to be a heap of pressure for her, uh, the main sprint race on the day. But um, Jamea, she's a, a horse that I've seen a fair bit of. I haven't um, ridden her yet, but um, you know she's a filly that I think she's going to enjoy getting back onto some dry ground. Um, you know, form reads that um, her first two runs back this prep were, were pretty good and then um, and then, oh, sorry, her first her first run back in, on, on the Gold Coast was good, and then she's, she she ran really well behind Tangil on a good four as well, and then since then the heavy tracks have um, have just gone against her. So I think that she can be a good chance um, if they're running on strongly um, you know, up there on Saturday. The other one that really interests me is Plimstock in the uh, the Delrello Stakes. Now, uh, two starts you haven't ridden Plimstock uh, as yet, but. Just gives me the impression that can get back in the field and run on strongly. It looks to be a stack of speed in this race. Yeah, there does look to be plenty of pressure in this. Um, she's actually a filly. I have ridden her once in a track gallop um, in between her win and and um, her run in the Lonro listed listed race there in, in February. So um, she, she's a uh, half sister to um, to uh, trekking. Um, and she's got a lot of um, his attributes. She's she's quite a fiery little thing, and she's got plenty of ability. So, wouldn't surprise me to see her run really well in, in what looks a pretty solid race. Did you know, Mark, that uh, Kieran's got a, a statue in Streaky Bay where he uh, grew up and was yeah, born? I, yeah, I, I've, I've noticed that. Yeah, I heard. That how many that. other jockeys do you think have statues? Karen, do you know how many other jockeys have statues? There wouldn't be many. No, I don't. No, there wouldn't be that many. Um, so yeah, it was a pretty special honour. It, it was quite a surreal, uh, humbling experience. But it was it was great to have all the family there and um, and plenty of friends on the day to to um, to take it in. And and it was um, yeah, it was fantastic. We do love a statue though in Queensland. I've only lived here twenty nearly twenty eight years or something. There's Wally. There's Mal. Mal. Uh, my uh, Darren Lockie has got one. There's John Eels at Suncorp Stadium. They're all there. JT, Jonathan Thurston up in Townsville. So Queenslanders do love a statue, so they'll appreciate that. Yeah. How did the statue? <laughs> uh, how did the statue rate with the uh, induction to the South Australian Racing Hall of Fame in 2017? That would have been a very proud moment for you as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, when you're getting put into your, your your home state's Hall of Fame, it was it was pretty exciting. And once again, had the family there for that day and. Um, uh, that was a pretty special honour as well. It, it was, but the statue was done by, um, by by a gentleman who 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 he did up the uh, Maccabi Diva statue okay. in um, in Port Lincoln as well. And um, yeah, Ken Martin done a, done a fantastic job. He's done a few other statues around the Adelaide Oval, and um, he's a very talented man. And yeah, I was I was pretty happy with with um, his his piece of work. He's he's put uh, plenty of time and effort into it, and he, he's done a great job. Mate, of your has your career exceeded your expectations or your hopes when you set out on this uh, long and wonderful journey? Yeah, I think so. You know, it's um, it's been a, um, a great journey, that's for sure. I've been lucky enough to ride some some great horses, and um, um, hopefully, there's still a few big more races, you know, a few more big races that I can add to the to the uh, trophy cabinet, and um, and looking looking to do that this this uh, winter carnival. 79 Group 1s by my count, 69 in Australia, 10 international, three Melbourne Cups, a Caulfield Cup, a Golden Slipper and three Everest. There's probably some more highlights yep. there, I would imagine. Riding <laughs> for Godolphin in the UK, early 2000s, how much did you learn? How important was that experience for your career? Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, it was it was great to be over there 
you know, working alongside Frankie Dettori and those guys, um, you know, some great jockeys and great horsemen. And, and yeah, the, the Godolphin experience was, was, um, was an unbelievable uh, journey, that's for sure. And it, um, you know, it's plenty of fond memories uh, made and, and plenty of things learned along the way that I've been able to put to good use back here in Australia. And, um, um, yeah, it was, it was a fantastic time in my career. How different is it um, overseas, riding and racing? Yeah, plenty, lots of, you know, lots of different tracks, lots of different, um, um, you know, big galloping tracks. Horses are trained a lot differently. It's just a bit more stamina-based rather than speed-based um, like we are here in Australia. So um, it was a different, um, it had to be tactically a bit different over there. And um, it was, you know, riding on a different track every time you went to the races. It's a little bit different to how we do it here in Australia. But um, it was really enjoyable. And you know, we were able to ride throughout Europe and uh, ride in some of the big races, um, you know, after Triomps and, um, English derbies and, um, and and races like that, it was a real dream come true. Out of all those uh, highlights I just read out a moment ago with the Group 1s, etc., has there been a biggest highlight out of all of that? What's What's been the, the most important and the biggest victory that you've had in racing? Um, I'd probably say my first Melbourne Cup, yeah. You know, without that, I wouldn't have been able to... To, to have been on the the, the juggernaut um, and and and, the, and you know gain the experiences that I've been able to to take part in. Um, so I'd, I'd probably say my first Melbourne Cup was the the, the, the scene setter, if you like. And Karen, looking at the um, from afar, the Autumn Carnival in Sydney, despite the wet weather, the crowds uh, now that this gloom seems to have been lifted upon uh, office with regards to COVID, they came back in in droves as we expected. With a really carnival-like atmosphere, it must have been a terrific time uh, to be riding at the races, despite the weather in the autumn carnival. Can we expect the same? You reckon when we get our, our big crowds, uh, Eagle Farm and Doomben over the winter carnival, was it a different buzz there in the autumn carnival this year with all those people and the way they approach being back at the races? Yeah, I think so. It was you know a lot of young crowd there, and it was um, um, you know plenty of atmosphere. They were, they were up and about, obviously being. Um, you know, held back from from seeing you know live sporting events for a long time, and it was uh, it was great to have them back on course. So, you know, I, I definitely um, can see uh, the local Queenslanders and and even people from interstate travelling up, and mm. I'm sure there's going to be great atmosphere during the carnival up here in Brisbane. I can't wait to to take part in take well, part in it. Well, we look forward to having you here, mate. Uh, best of luck tomorrow, and uh, good luck for the winter carnival. And uh, it's going to be a ripping time. Thanks for your time this morning. Much appreciated. No worries, guys. Have a good weekend. You Thanks, too, mate. Karen. There is Karen McAvoy, one of Australia's, one of the world's leading yeah. jockeys, really, when you think about it. And uh, coming up for the Winter Carnival, which starts tomorrow. And yeah, back in those Daly days when my brother-in-law was the boss of Daly Straight Godolphin and uh, Michelle does have her favourites, it must be said, my sister um, and Karen McAvoy, uh, <laughs> equal with uh, Brett Preble. Uh, they still, she still has a soft spot for those two. And of course, that Melbourne Cup win he mentioned uh, that kicked him uh, or got him going was Brew back in 2000. Mm. And I don't think Karen looks years ago. any no, older he than he did no, he doesn't. <laughs> when he rode that winner. He doesn't. Some of, the other, Button. some of the others do. Um, yes, they know, do. Because it's a hard Karen. life being a jockey. You well, know, no, you, all the wasting oh, and the work they have to go through, and particularly down in Victoria, two of those jockeys, they seem to ride every day. Well, there's night day. meetings, day meetings. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. There's no rest. Anyway, that was great to be able to speak to Karen McAvoy. It was. We better take a break here on The Punter's Mate on this Friday morning. Other side of the break, we'll check in with the birthday boy from CrossBet, Scott Cross, to get the latest betting markets, and we've got your weekend forecast, and we might even... We might even have a That's Magic. We can sneak it in. Time will tell.